Welcome to a Fishing Without Bait pop-in. Today, we popped into Highland Park in Pittsburgh, PA, one of the most majestic scenic places in my own perception that I've encountered. It's just so peaceful here and lovely. The flowers are in bloom, the blue sky, people are walking around enjoying themselves. It's just, uh, it's just lovely. It's a place of tranquility. And... As we'd mentioned before, these pop-ins are about morsels, these nuggets of wisdom perhaps that we've uh, taken from other people or just come up with ourselves. And today what I'd like to talk about is anxiety. And normally when people are experiencing anxiety, it's because they have minds of uncertainty. Minds of uncertainty can lead us into minds of anxiety worry and fear. So how do we counter that? By developing a mind of awareness and knowledge. So how do we develop a mind of awareness and knowledge? By going to places, people or things that have that particular knowledge. If the brakes are grinding on your car, I'd suggest you not go to the Lawn and Garden Center to find out how to fix them. You go to people who have that knowledge. So we want to stop when we have these minds of uncertainty, anxiety, worry, and fear, and ask ourselves, what do I know for sure? Let's check the facts. When we talk about holistic wellness, we're not talking about incantations or brewing something up in a pot, okay? What we're talking about is treating a whole person, treating mind, body, and spirit. So quite often what I'll ask people is, what are three things that make a flower bloom? And quite often they'll answer, water, sun, and soil. And in the holistic wellness, we talk about water being you taking care of your physical body. You're 100% responsible for your health and wellness. And for the sun, I like to refer to 12-step terms, and we call that the sunlight of the spirit, a spiritual connection with something. In holistic wellness, I make no apologies for insisting that there be some type of a spiritual connection with something. And the soil would be the people, places, and things that you surround yourself with that are beneficial with you and help you grow. Many times we stay in situations that aren't comfortable, however they're familiar. My friends, I'm asking you to plant flowers and pull weeds. And it's an unfortunate fact that young ladies begin to lose their self-concept and self-esteem around the age of nine years old. So this is when people become influenced by others, when they take their self-perception, their concept and their self-esteem, but how others perceive them. And unfortunately, they're subject to a lot of influences on what they should be. Okay? So... Quite often people, when they make a profile of themselves, they put what they have to offer. Here's what I have to offer you. No, to build self-concept and to build self-esteem, I often have people do an exercise of what's the requirements it takes to be with me. What are the requirements it takes to be with you? Those are your values. Those are your choices. And those are your non-negotiables. And when you have a more clear idea, a conception, a clarity of your values, your choices, and your non-negotiables, you'll be a more whole, authentic, complete person. So I'd like everyone out there, particularly the young ladies, to say, what are the requirements it takes to be with me, not only as a romantic interest and also as a friend? 
don't settle. Have you ever been invited to a birthday party, an anniversary, a wedding, or any type of gathering, a picnic? Have you ever had to turn that invitation down? Well, of course you have. You've turned those down. So let me ask you a question. If you're invited to a birthday party, what are you expected to bring? Well, you're expected to bring a gift. And when you're invited to an argument party, what are you also expected to bring? You're expected to bring an argument. However, most people do not turn down those invitations to participate in argument parties. My suggestion to everyone out there is to avoid that decline the invitation. I'd love for you to say, you're inviting me to an argument party, however, I'm choosing not to attend. We've all heard the phrase, God doesn't close one door without opening in another. However, in a 12-step world, we say, yes, that's true. However, it can be hell in the hallway. So rather than have a Pollyannish type of view of life, at times we have to accept the fact that we're in the hallway, and how can we navigate that? I'm going to ask everyone out there to be a fisherman. So too often when we cast out our net during the day, we only haul in the negative aspects of life. We only haul in the negatives, and then we carry them with us the whole day. So my suggestion to everyone out there is when you cast your net out to catch the positive things. How many times have you gotten in your car and you've turned the key and it hasn't started? How did you feel? Anxious, fearful, worried, maybe you had to be somewhere, and you figured, how much is this going to cost me? On the other hand, how many times have you turned that key in your car and a car has started, and you recognized that and said, this is a positive, and had that grateful moment? Or maybe at times when you've tied your shoes and the shoelace snapped. doesn't happen often. However, it seems to happen at the most inopportune times. My suggestion is to cast out that net, recognize the positives, make an active choice to recognize this is a positive, and I'll guarantee you that at the end of the day, your net will be so full, you won't be able to lift it. Let's tell a tale of the Buddha. The Buddha and his disciples were leaving a village after being there for a certain period of time, and the villagers cautioned them about going into a certain part of the country that they termed was wild. They said that there was a bandit chief there who was ferocious with his band of desperados, and that this bandit chief enjoyed cutting off the heads of people and making a necklace out of their little fingers. So the Buddha says, thank you for your concern, and they went on their way. So they encountered this bandit band, and the bandit leader said, I'm sure you were warned about me, however you came anyway. And the Buddha said, I understand, and as a la- I'd like to make a last request. And the bandit chief said, sure, certainly. And the Buddha said, I'd like you to take your sword, your mighty sword, and cut off a branch of the tree beside you. And the bandit chief laughed, and he said, cut it off, and he said, that was easy. And then the Buddha said, now what I'd like you to do is put the branch back on and make it whole. And the bandit said, I can't do that. The Buddha said, it's easy to destroy. The real power is in creating and healing. Let's tell another tale of the Buddha. The Buddha and his disciples begged for their food. They went around, they didn't do any actual work for wages because they were spreading their message of compassion and forgiveness. And the Buddha came to this 
man's door and he knocked on it. The man came out and the Buddha held out his bowl and said, could you spare a few scraps for lunch? And the man started screaming at the Buddha, yelling at him, saying, you were a prince, you had unlimited wealth, you could have done so much good, and here you are, a beggar. And the Buddha asked the man, he said, can I ask you a question? And the man said, sure. And the Buddha asked the the man a question. If you sent a package to a certain place or a certain person and that person either wasn't there or they refused the delivery, who would the package belong to? And the man said, well, it would belong to me. And the Buddha said, you are sending me a package of bitterness, hatred, and resentment, and I am refusing delivery. Therefore, it belongs to you. And as always, at the end of every podcast, we offer a free prescription. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Forgive yourself. Forgive another. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.